This call is being recorded.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Royal Princess, the finisher. Is anyone on the line? Morning. This is Veronica. Happy Tuesday. How are you doing? I'm doing well, and you? I'm doing great. I'm above dirt, and I'm not hurt. Okay. Okay, now. <laughs> Have a good, good one. <laughs> Good morning, it's Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm doing well. Praise God. Praise God. Have a great day. You too. Thank Thank you. Welcome to the Claire Victor. This is Tarina, a.k.a. World Princess. Who is that? Good morning. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Yeah, I'm sick. <laughs> I hear, I'm hearing that. Can you be well? Thank you so much. Good. Good morning, honey. Good morning, Yvonne. Thank you for calling in. Happy Tuesday to you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Renee. You see that was Renee? Yes, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm doing good. Heading off. Have a beautiful day. You too. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is World Princess the Finisher. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, family. This is Pam. Good morning, Pam. How good morning. are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm blessed. Thank you, everyone, for your prayers. God bless. God bless you. Have a great day. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Who was that? Um, Michelle, Sister Elizabeth. Elizabeth? No, Sister Michelle with um, Evangelist Elizabeth. Uh, Okay. Okay. So it's your first time? No. Okay. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for calling in. Oh, you're welcome. Happy to do so. Good morning. This is Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good Happy morning. Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Tarina. Thank you. Good morning, Tarina. It's Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. 
Happy Tuesday to you. It's the Smiths. Good morning. Yo, yo. Good morning, the Smiths. Good morning. It's Barbara Adelodi. God bless everyone this Tuesday morning. Good morning, Barbara Adelodi. God bless you also. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charina, a.k.a. World Princess to Finish You, and I'm the greeter this morning. Anyone on the call would like to say good morning? Love to hear your sound. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Tuesday to you. Have a great day. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And who was that? Lucille. Lucille? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday to you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Have an awesome day. Thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Clarence Victory. This is Trina, a.k.a. World Princess of Finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, good morning. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Okay, it's time to move on to the next segment of the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to meet your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Charina, a.k.a. World Princess, and I'm, and I'm the hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer calls and meet Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. We thank you for joining us last month. We hope you were blessed. Be sure to join us this month of July for a whole bunch of power-packed individual and unique messages from all of our wonderful gifted declarers. You don't want to miss what will be coming out of the bag because you are in for a big blessing. There are two announcements today. Please join us for TNT Bible Study with Pastor LaBelle Jones. Tonight, right here on this call from 7 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Second, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sow into it, please visit declarevictory.org or paypal.me forward slash declarevictory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you 
for your giving and trusting in him. There is no prayer request from the app. The order of the card is as follows. The declaration will be by Angela. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Juliet. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, the declaration will be by Angela. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Juliet. Then we go right into closing comments by, hosted by Declare. The scripture for this morning is Psalm 86.10. For you are great and do wondrous deeds. You alone are good, are God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of this holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the card over to Declare Angela. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Hey, man. Good morning. Thank you so much, War Princess. As always, you do an amazing and excellent job. Good morning, Victors. It's a pleasure to be with you. Again, this morning, this is Angela D. Holmes, and I have the honor and the pleasure of being able to um, declare with you on this morning what the Lord has uh, actually been dealing with me with, has placed on my heart, and I I know for sure that it's going to uh, help someone. Um, It's going to direct someone. It's going to lead someone. So let us go before the throne of grace. Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory on this morning. Thank you, O God, for your precious souls that are on the line. Thank you for all of those that will hear your word on this morning. Father, we take pleasure in your word. We thank you for your word that it will fall on good ground on this morning, that we will take this word and place it in our lives, and it will empower us. It will affect us. It will lead us throughout our day and throughout our lives. In Jesus' most precious and holy name, we pray, amen and amen. Well, good morning again, uh, Victor. This morning, I want to talk about uh, God's empowering grace. I don't have an exact title for it, but God's empowering grace in our lives. Um, We can often overlook uh, the supernatural ability of grace um, in our lives. Um, we can always um, fall into the world's way and system of doing things which appear to be extremely effective for others, which appear to be, appear to have an overwhel- overwhelming uh, result in something that we want to accomplish. So I wanna begin by kind of making a statement, kind of just reading something that I wrote and just giving, dropping just a little knowledge. And before I do that, let me give you a background of what we're going to talk about. I've been personally, as a declarers and even here on the victory line, we are very transparent with one another. I've been uh, currently in a seek with God. I I placed myself on a seek with God, a very intense seek, um, a place of uh, purification that I felt my soul needing um, to go, to continue on in God in life. Um, And in this seek, the Lord 
has allowed, of course, as he does, because he is our father and he is a good, good father. And he wants us to be cleansed. He wants us to be purified. He wants um, things in our lives that the enemy may have hidden, um, areas of our lives that um, he just wants cleansed in us. And we want to be cleansed because we know our heart is wicked. It's desperately evil and wicked. And we don't know it, but God knows our heart. So he's allowed some things to come to the surface that, hey, baby girl, Angela, uh, you ran the red light here. You didn't stop at the stop sign here. And you passed go when you weren't supposed to. And so I've been allowing him to do that um, in my life. And one of the things was uh, in my uh, personal business and how I was um, commingling that um, with ministry. So let me, let me go from here, where I didn't allow God's empowering grace to affect me daily, every single thing that I do daily. It's grace that empowers us, that we trust in him with. Instead, I was in a place of this world's um, grind. And where I found out that I knew I was not, I knew I was off and I wasn't flowing with the flow because I was getting tired. I was getting tired, too tired, more tired than I should have been. So, um, because when we're operating in God's grace, it's, it's smooth, you know, we, we roll. We're gonna have some things that, are be, that will be ups and downs, some things will come, some things will happen, but um, his empowering grace empowers us. Let me go for it. This is a little something I wrote. So when we take value in giving before trying to get, okay, prayer for us, prayer that is colored in a silent or slight, any slight degree of fear and doubt, will have an unfavorable impact on our efforts, missions, goals, or dreams. Prayer is to be trusted over plans. However, prayer often results in plans that is suited for the attainment of the desire that we have through the natural. The offerings of thanks for what we believe, what we're believing God for, believing that we've already received through our faith and belief, for all tangible, intangible assets is the way we must go. This is so opposite of the world's way of success. One thing we can do on a daily basis, which I do on a daily basis, is making an inventory of our blessings through gratefulness and thankfulness. This will yield answers, answers to our questions that we feel that are locked away. Really, really take an inventory of our blessings and being thankful, our gratefulness, thankfulness. This will yield answers we feel are locked away. Faith is the beginning of all great achievement. We are all enablers with the power to change our material, our health, our mind, our life, our love, financial, whatever it may be by first changing the very nature of our beliefs. So one way that the enemy uh, gets us, and if you know me, I talk a lot about generational things. I talk a lot about things that have happened to us in our childhood, which dictates the way we operate now. 
um, accurate thinking, inaccurate thinking is, is death, death to us. Accurate thinking, when it exists in our mind, will not allow the enemy to have room. He, he doesn't mind people thinking as long as they think in terms of fear, discouragement, hopelessness, destructiveness. But when we begin to think in constructive terms of faith, courage, hope, definite, definite I'm sorry, <laughs> definiteness of purpose, being definite, not being um, wishy-washy and um, not being uh, timid, but being definite, having definite of purpose, um, we immediately become allies with God, and we are in opposition to the devil. Therefore, he loses in that area. So where would all this have um, not had a great impact in our lives, of course, when we were children? The school system, our families, they have, some of us have been taught that, um, and I'm going to say, you know, we'll see, we'll see how this goes at the end. You know, there are some people that may oppose, which is okay, that the hard, we, we, we teach the hard work, teach to work hard. Um, even bring up the scripture in Genesis where God said, and man, you know, the sweat will come off of your brow. We teach our children to work hard and, to, and you got to get in there and put in time and work hard. We teach our boys, we teach our, our girls to labor hard. Labor hard, work hard that this will definitely yield you a great result. We take the scripture of working out our own salvation. You got to work at it hard. You got to do this for God and you got to cross this T and dot this I and say the right things. And you got to learn to pray right. And you got to learn to talk to God right. And, 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 and you got to get in there and you got to be intense. You've got to work so hard with your efforts. These things were taught through slavery in, in many of our cultures that are on this line. Working in the hot sun, sweating, working from sunup to sundown. A slavery mentality that if you do not work at that effort, if you do not work hard, that you will not yield the results that you want. This mindset manipulation started way back in our ancestors, started uh, way back in, in time that we can think of. It traveled down years and generations to us, working hard and sweating. But I want to talk to you about what God had been talking to me about his grace. Let's start with Philippians 4, 6 through 9. 
don't fret. And this is the message. And, and a lot of my scriptures, unless um, I think I have one that's NIV in here, it's going to be from the message. And I wanted it broken down, really, really broke down so we can hear it. Philippians 4, 6 through 9, the message version. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Okay? And Philippians eight and nine. Summing it up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God, who makes everything work together, will work for you into his most excellent harmony. So the world talks a lot about hustle. It talks about a grind. It talks about making it happen. There's T-shirts, there's signs, there's even commercials. Even with little kids, they got little kid commercials talking about the hustle and the grind. And you can see the little boy, he's, you know, got his little motorcycle jacket on and, you know, and, 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 it, and it just takes a mindset away from God's empowering grace. Listen to what hustle, hustle to struggle, to strain, making strenuous efforts to obtain, especially money or business. Now that right there. Just to listen to the definition of that is the total opposite of what God tells us to do. I could just stop right there. To struggle, strain, make strenuous efforts to obtain, especially money or business. Having a mindset of hustle, grind, make it happen, is bypassing the supernatural realness that is here for our every need. The transformation of our mind out of the way the world does things will be liberating to our lives. When Jesus walked in the earth, he walked with ease. He was smooth. He walked with ease, doing only what he heard the Father say and do. And I mean everything. Everything worked out for his good. There was nothing that Jesus did that did not work. You never hear about when God, when Jesus was applying what the father said for him to do. You didn't hear him tell him, yeah, y'all got to, you, you got to get your hustle on. You got to get your grind on. You got to make it happen. Peter, you make this happen. Never heard him say that. Ephesians 3 and 20, again in the message, God can do anything. You know far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He doesn't do it by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply 
and gently within us. We can find ourselves striving endlessly, trying to make a thing, a dream, or even a vein of what God has asked us to do happen in life, in our own efforts. That's in life, business, ministry, our households, overlooking grace, which is our sweet, sweet spot. Grace, God's empowering presence that will make it all flow right from there. Right from there. We go to God in the beginning asking. Lord, we're coming to you. You said if we ask, I'll receive. We're coming to you. You said to seek and we will find. Knock and the door will be open. We go go to him trying to gain clarity and direction. But somehow, somewhere, we pick it up. We pick it back up. He gave us the answer. We went to God. Or he called us. He said, this is what I want you to do for me in the earth in your life. We go to God with our desires, which is, the, which is what he put in us already, which is giving back to God what he's put in us. We say, God, I'd like to do this. I want to do this. I want to start this type of business. I want to run my household this way. If it's a husband, if it's, if it's a single father, if it's a, a wife, if it's a single mom, all of our direction, all of our grace, our empowerment to do a thing comes from God. Grace is upon us, not the law. But somehow, somewhere, we pick it back up. It could be marbles thrown. I'm reminded of something my brother used to do. I'm funny. Just thought about it. My brother was one of those who would always antagonize me, even though I thought it was funny because he would always do things to me that were funny. But it was, it, it, in a way, sometimes it was something to always deter me or to, or to stop me, like little traps and stuff. So one day, my brother called me into the kitchen. He was like, Angie, come on. Come in here. You know, let's make something. We were getting ready to make something. And I didn't know it, but he had put all these grapes on the floor, the kitchen door. Hilarious, right? So I go walking in and I'm stepping on all these grapes and he just starts laughing, right? So it just took my mind off of what I was going to do. I was halfway mad and then it was kind of funny, but I was like, I was on such a mission. He was like, let's go in here, you know, because we used to always bake and make stuff together. So I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to go make something. So I'm running in the kitchen. I step on all these grapes. And it just throws me off. So now i got to stop, clean up the grapes. He's laughing. They're all in my toes. But it was something to try and, and, and stop me. It took my mind off of the focus of what I was going in there to do. That may seem very simple, but um, that is what happens to us. That's how the enemy comes in. Little marbles, little pitfalls. Uh, a train coming, it, it, it may uh, make you late for work, make you late for an appointment, um, make you late for dinner, just these small things that will throw us back. Well, then now we got to hustle. i got to make up for this time because this is something that's coming my way to stop me from doing. But we have to go back and say, wait a minute, this is something God told me to do. This is something that I asked God to do in my life. This is what I given, was given permission by God to do. So he's going to give us the grace to do it. If there's a pitfall, if there's a setback, 
It all works together for our good. There is something that we have to learn in it. There's a shedding of us that that situation has come to help us in our lives so that we can do what God has asked us to do. We, sometimes we fail to realize that his grace is the entire, entire empowerment that enables us to succeed in everything. We are able to do what he has called us to do, what we could never do on our own. I was busy. I was very busy. And I'm talking about Angela now. In business, intermingling, even though in my business, my business does, is, is ministry in my business. However, I was working at my effort, my effort, my natural Angela ability knowing that when God called me, it was totally out of my comfort zone, totally out of the vein. I was a numbers girl. I was in accounting. <laughs> I was in numbers. Lord, how am I over here in empowerment? How am I over here um, uh, working with people the way that I work with people? How? And I'm like, okay, God, I got to reach out this way. And then in, in, in business, not that people meant any harm, even uh, because I have spiritual uh, business mentors, um, meaning no harm, none whatsoever, but our grind, our, our, our social media grind, our encouragement to, you got to be out there, you got to be posting, you got to be seen, you got to do this, you got to show up here, you got to show up there. And everything in me was like, God, uh, I want to do all that. And that's how I talked to God. That's how I talked to my father, my daddy. I was like, uh, that's a lot of work. I do not. Like, that's not life for me. It's not a sweet spot for me. It is not, that's not what I want to do with my life. That, that, I, don't, I don't remember that being a part of the plan, God. Hustling, the grinding. I was in it. And I was producing. I was making money. I was producing things. But I was tired. And God starts to talk to me about like that. That ain't my effort. That's your effort. I said, let your request be known unto me. I told you to do this. So why are you out there hustling, grinding, trying to make this connection, trying to do this and do that? And show up here and show up there and, and, and post what you're doing and, and post how much money you're making and, and post all the people that you know and these people that have come into my life. And all, I was like, God, that, that, he was like, nah, baby girl, let me take you, which I'm going to get to at the end. Let me take you to that Proverbs 31 woman and show you how when she saw a field, she bought it. Mm. When she got up early and she was not afraid of the winter and her whole house looked good, smelled good. Nah, nobody told you to do all that. And that's why you're tired, Angie. You're operating in your own effort. My grace empowers you. 
So when I took myself on this seek, I pulled back. I pulled back from social media. I pulled back from the grind. And I promise you, oh, my God, in my prayer and in my meditation, someone's phone just came off of mute. If you could put your phone on mute, that would be great. And in my prayer and my meditation, getting up, sitting before God, meditating on what he's asked me to do, having a definite plan, putting that plan before God, setting definite goals, taking the goals that I've already set, actually putting them before God, meditating on them. Just as he, how God talks to me about how he talked to Abram, how he told him to um, look at the, the stars. And I could always picture him gazing up at the stars. He told him to get a picture on his mind of how he would be the father of many nations, all the different things that God was going to do in his life. And I've always pictured him gazing and looking and imagining and feeling and touching and really being in the moment of what God said that he was going to do. And God believed him. What we put our mind to do, what we put before the Lord. In his word, he says, faith and believe, faith and believe, faith and believe, faith and believe. Those who go together, they're not the same thing. He said, baby girl, I asked you to do this. And the things you asked me to do, the desires of your heart, even your hobbies, Put them before me and rest in me. Let me give you the instructions. Let me send the people to you I want you to reach. Let me open the doors for you that I want you to go through. And sitting and meditating and laying out before him, getting a vision of what he's asked me to do, getting a vision of reaching out to people, touching the hearts of people. Loving people, empowering people, pouring into people, building things, building transitional homes, building nonprofits to reach out to hurting women, opening up uh, areas of temporary shelters and have, giving women that are uh, displaced a means, a temporary means of, of transition for them. Buying up properties in low-income areas, refurbishing them seeing the people walk in them, seeing giving someone the keys. Instead, they can't afford five and six hundred, even a million dollars for a home. But you know what, Angie? You could buy it for fifty, sixty thousand dollars refurbish it, sell it to them in what they can afford. The desires of your heart, baby girl, and let me show you how to do it. So I pulled back and I watched God work. I am a woman. I'm a female. I am not a man. I don't lift refrigerators. I don't push them, even though they have wheels. I was not made for all that. Absolutely not. The peace that I've received in pulling back, allowing God's grace to enable me, when something comes up, that I don't have knowledge for, or he puts me in a place or a platform that I have no clue. I've watched 
God, give me instructions. Give me the knowledge. Or he would send me to the knowledge. Send me to a book. Give me the person to ask a question to to get the knowledge for me to do what it is he's asked me to do or what I've asked God that I can do. His grace has been sufficient for me. It has enabled. It has given me the wittiness. It has given me the mental strength to do all things in Christ Jesus. And it hasn't had strife and bitterness, nothing in it. It's been a place of peace and empowerment. It's grace. It empowers us to succeed in everything. That's why when he calls us and have called many of us, it's usually something way out of our comfort zone. He loves, God loves, and I say he loves needing us. He loves us to praise him and to worship him. He loves us to come to him and to give him the glory. How can we do that in our effort? How can we do that if we're up three, four o'clock in the morning sleeping, getting a couple hours of sleep, back up at it? Now, there is time. When God, when the Holy Spirit will not let you rest, when the Holy Spirit will come in and you are working God's work, when you are studying his word, when you're preparing a message, when you are preparing something for someone, you could be in prayer. There are all night prayers. There are all night tears. But check this out. You will not faint. That's how you know you are operating in God's grace. He gives you the strength to do it. Of course, our physical bodies are going to get tired, and you go and you rest. There is scriptures in um, Proverbs and in Psalms that talks about uh, being slothful, slumbering too much. There is a balance in everything. He loves, I said that already, he loves, he loves, uh, he gets joy. He gets joy when he sees the happiness in our eyes of receiving. We've been taught to, we got to, you know, get that grind on and we got to give and you got to give God this and give, give, give. Instead of receiving, we don't teach to receive and we miss it. I was in praise and worship and the young lady that was doing praise and worship, I think it was um, Good, Good Father. He, she was just singing the song and, and singing the words of the song. And because that song is so blessed, because the song is anointed, it was just flowing. And we were just receiving of God, receiving his goodness and the worship and just receiving his presence just came in. It was sweet. It was no, it was just, it was, it was almost acapella. And it was just sweet. So there was no music. There was, there was nothing. Then she changed the, the, the words of the song and started trying to minister from a place of giving. And it just took the song. It just took the, the it just, it just, I just make it plain, just messed it all up. Because the words she started to speak and it was out of her own flesh was of giving back to God, of giving this to God and give this and give. And I was like, ah, you messing it up. And then the, the music came in and then the spirit of phantasm, franticness came in. And, and, and I'm like, ooh, she just messed it up. 
God wants us to receive. We've got to receive of him. It's okay to receive of his blessings, of his grace. It's okay to receive of his spirit. He wants to come upon us to empower us to do what he's asked us to do in the earth and just receive of him. There is a time of worship. There is a time of praise, but there's also a time of receiving. And that's why he gives us gifts. A gift is a gift. It's a thank you. It's a here. Here you go. I'm going to give you something. It's a gift. It's a thank you. Receive. We get in position to receive. And while we're doing that, we will get supernatural results. And the impact in our businesses and everything we set out to accomplish it will be successful. Grace is our empowerment all around, not just for salvation and not just for being forgiven. But don't forget, transformation is a part of grace. It transforms us in everything that we need to accomplish in God's will for our life. This gift of God, grace, belongs to us and it provides for us. Our strenuous, trying to figure it out efforts will never give us rest. We need peace, divine favor. That's how we operate. We are smooth. We can rest in the empowering presence of God as we labor and as we do work. Even when we go to our jobs, we know the difference of jobs. That's where we go every day. Our work is what he's asked us to do spiritually. That's why the word says in Romans 3 and 13, let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in, 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 um, in uh, division, wantonness, not in strife and envying, because that's when things come in. You know it's when all left field, when you're trying to work on something and strife and envy comes in. That ain't God. James 3, 14 through 16, but if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descends not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion of every work. Envy and strife comes in in that hustle and grind. You're trying to compete. You're trying to be better than. That could be in ministry. That could be in your household. That could be in the family. That could be on your job. Husbands against wives, striving against one another. Who could make the, uh, who could cook better? Who could make the most money? And I made this amount of money. I put this amount in. I put this much in the relationship. And you didn't put this much in. Just, just envy, confusion, and strife. That's not God's grace. Psalms 127. One to two, if God does not build the house, the builders build a shack. If God doesn't guard the city, the night watchman may as well take a nap. It's useless to rise up early and go to bed late and work your worried fingers to the bone. Don't you know he enjoys giving rest to those he loves? Oh, my God. <laughs> I love you, Lord. Woo, Romans 14, 17 through 18. You see how the word can just liberate you? That's why we need to stay in the word. God's kingdom isn't a matter of what you put in your stomach. It isn't a matter of what you put in your stomach. 
for goodness sake. It's what God does with your life. As he sets it right, as he sets it right, puts it together and completes it with joy. Your task is to single-mindedly serve Christ. Do that and you'll kill two birds with one stone. This is the message version, y'all. That's why I love the message version. Do that and you'll kill two birds with one stone. Pleasing the God above you and proving your worth to the people around you just by obeying God and living in his grace. Hallelujah. When Jesus turned, okay, yeah, this was an example I wrote in there. Sorry, those were notes. I know you guys remember when Jesus turned the water into wine. I know that that scripture is more simpler than, I mean, it's more uh, detailed than it reads. But I just want to speak to it in just, This simple format, when Jesus turned the water into wine, tell me where he was grinding and hustling and and, and, and competing. You're not going to find it because he was operating in grace. He is grace. And we are as Christ is. We have the very same power that enabled him to turn water into wine very same power that rose Jesus from the grave is in us. Now let us get to this Proverbs 31 woman. So I found myself, like I said before, tired and worn out, not focusing. I was working in my own strength to make something happen that God already said would happen. And this sounds so crazy. Even as I was writing it, I put in my notes because that's just the way that I write. Sounds crazy as I write this. I was not allowing God's strength to be made perfect in my weakness. Jobs, family, marriage, kids, our health, our health, people, our health. The enemy gets us in the most subliminal ways that we overlook in our health. What we are putting in our mouths affects our body. It affects the way that we think. It affects our body. If you eat like a junk food junkie and you work out like an iron man, the two don't match your body is not going to function like an Iron Man. I don't care what you do to it externally. What you put in your body matters. The combination of foods matter. How your body is affected by the combination of foods, that matters. These are areas that is so hidden from us. And it's not hidden because Um, somebody's hiding it from us, it's because we don't take the time to get to the knowledge. We think that, oh, my God, you know, Lord, bless me as I eat this cupcake. (laughs) Bless me. I've even prayed before. Bless me not to get fat. Bless me for it not to go to my hips. And I'm going to eat 10 of them. And I don't want to get sick, and I don't want to get any weight from it. That sounds outrageous, but we do it in different ways. We may not sit down and eat 10 cupcakes, but throughout the day, we've had the equivalent of enough junk to satisfy 
10 cupcakes and our bodies are going haywire. Our sugar levels are either too high or too low. High blood pressure, our circulatory system, our autoimmune system is jacked because the book, if we just study the book of James, our autoimmune systems will function perfectly. It's all in the word of God. So again, I found myself not focusing, working on my own strength to make something happen. I was not allowing God's strength to be made perfect in my weakness. But when I started to stay in God's rhythm, in his flow, in his natural flow, supernatural, elevation of grace, working on grace, which which gave me the ability like none other and the intimacy, intimate, I done messed that up, the intimacy with God, my pant and my rest in him. By working grace, you won't fall into the grind, the hustle, the continuous wrong moves, frequent mistakes, saying things wrong, constantly saying, oh, I'm sorry I said that. Oh, I'm sorry I did that. Yes, grace, even right there over our mouths, even what we say. We don't have to say everything we think. I think some things that I shouldn't say, and I don't say them, but I think them, and God hears them, but I didn't say it. Our frequent mistakes of making our own achievements, our identity. Now, that's huge, especially for men. I'm sorry, Bella. The frequent mistakes of making our achievements, our identity. But staying open through discernment in God will give us the inspired thoughts, warnings, divine, witty, inventions, excellent ideas. It will correct us. It is part of our purification. We will go towards favor, giving favor to others, receiving favor, blessing others, receiving blessings, operating in his grace, not the hustle of life. Now, as I close, let me go into real quick Proverbs 31 woman. Listen. Listen, listen, Linda. She gets up while it's still night, and you know that that could be because time change. It's not that she up, can't sleep at 3 o'clock in the morning, and she just cannot sleep. But she gets up, she provides food for her family. And if she is up and it's still night, that means she's not tired and worn out. And portions for her female servants. Uh-oh, she got housekeepers. She got folks coming in, helping her. She not grinding, she got help. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. That means she's not broke. She's not always up trying to buy some shoes, some clothes. She sets about her work in a sweet, vigorous way. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable. In her hand, she holds a staff and grasps the spindle with her finger. She could sew a little. She could sew a thing. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. Now tell me, how could she possibly be doing all these things if she's out grinding, hustling, competing, trying to do this, trying to do that, moving the refrigerator, uh, cranking up the car, changing the car battery, pulling the, the, the motor out of the car? 
I mean, you can. Great. If those are the things you want to do, but I promise you, you are going to get tired. You were not made for that. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. She speaks with wisdom. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Look at that. Look at that. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Oh, my God. Woo! God, I give you thanks. Thank you, Jesus. So let's listen. Listen, let's let's operate in grace. Under his grace, he will empower us to do everything from being a husband, a wife, a mother, a teacher, a father, any and everything that God has asked us to do, put us on this earth to do. We do not have to hustle, bustle, grind, compete, and strive in strength. I pray something that was said today has empowered you to live in God's grace as I pass the call to our um, prayer warrior. Oh, Lord, oh, God, we just thank you for your grace today. I believe God, his word is true. I believe God, what he said he will do. I believe God, he will always come through. I will choose to believe. I believe in God. Oh, I believe God, his word is true. I believe God, what he says he will do. I believe God, he will always come through. I will choose to believe. I believe in God. I will choose to believe. I believe in God. I will choose to believe. I believe in God. Oh, Lord, our God, how excellent is your name. You are the good shepherd, and you lies everything we need. This is why we shall lack nothing when it comes to you. You are the beginning and the ending, the first and the last. There's nothing that catches you off guard nor by surprise. Oh, God, you are the substance that our souls long for and feast upon. You are the bread that came down from heaven, our bread of life. 
nourishing not only our physical bodies, but also our minds and our souls. You are the living water, and as a deer pants by the river, we thirst for thee. We thirst for thee, O God, in a dry and weary land where there's no water. We thirst to go deeper in our walk with you. Lord, we thirst for more of you and less of us. Lord, as you bid us to come and lay our burdens down in exchange for yours, we readily accept your invitation because you said that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Lord, all our hope is in you because we know that you won't let us down. For your word says in Numbers twenty three nineteen that you are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. So we know that you will do what you say, and your word will not return to you void. So, Lord, we thank you for being our shield and our buckler. We thank you for preparing a table before us in the presence of our enemies. For being our very present help in time of trouble. For never leaving nor forsaking us. Through the good, bad, and the ugly, you are always right there. Lord, we thank you for being there. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, we thank you that you never leave nor forsake us, Father God. Oh, God. You are so good to us, Jesus. You're so good to us. Hallelujah. You are so good to us, Father God. We thank you for your grace and your mercy and your compassion and fellow not. But it's renewed to us every morning. Great is your faithfulness, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God, if you say a thing, it's going to happen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, oh God, as we lift our hands and humble our hearts, we ask that you forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for leaving and forsaking you at times. Oh, my God. Lord, forgive us for at times doubting you. Oh, Lord, help us. Jesus, hallelujah. Forgive us for failing to obey your suggestions and your commands, Lord. Oh, God, because you know what's best for us. You know what's good for us. Lord, forgive us for our backbiting Mm. Mm. and for walking in the spirit of of offense. Mm. Oh, for our lustful thoughts. Oh, my God, help me, Jesus. Oh, God, forgive us for harboring hate in our hearts. And for being stingy in our giving and callous in our ways. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, Jesus, 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 we need you. We need you, God. We need you. Like the air that we breathe, we need you. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, God, Lord Jesus, help us, oh, God, to be more like you. Give us a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within us. Take the stony heart out of our flesh and give us hearts of compassion and love. Restore unto us the joy of your salvation and help us to allow that joy to be our strength. Strength to get up and do what you call us to do. Strength to to face our trials and tribulations, Lord. We know that, Lord, in our in our weakness, that's when you're made strong. This is when you show yourself strong in our lives, Father God. So I just ask, Lord, you help us to find each day to look for something to be joyful about. Because you love us, Lord, and you're so good to us, Father God. Help us to be that beacon of light 
that's on the hill. Let us not hide it under a bushel, God, but let us put it on the let it put on the lampstand so others can see, Lord, through our lifestyle, that we are children of the Most High God. And Father, I ask that you make us one, Lord. Make us one as you and the Father are one. Let the body of Christ be sick no more, but healed in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, hear our cry of supplication. You said if your people who are called by your name shall humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from their wicked ways, then you will forgive them of their sins and you will heal their land. And many of us, God, are hurting, Lord. Lord, we need our lands healed, Father God. So, Lord, we, Lord, I'm just lifting up right now, Father God, those that are right now, each one of us has something on our heart that we haven't voiced, Lord. But you know, Father God, you know the innermost parts of each one of our beings, Father God. Father God, I ask that you will continue to bless, Lord, and perfect that which concerns each one of us, Lord. Because each one of us, although we are are, are different, Father God, each you know each one of our sounds. You know each one of us by name. You know every hair upon our head, Father God. So I ask in a special way, Lord, that you will be with each person, Lord. Be with their family, Father God. Be with each need, Lord. Thank you for being that good shepherd, Lord. Because with you, you supply all their needs, Father God. Father God, some of us are, don't have any, are, 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 are short of our resources, Lord. But even though we, we seem fit with our eyes, it seems like we're short with our resources, Lord. But you are on the cattle of a thousand hills, Lord. Everything is yours. So we know, Father God, that our needs are supplied. You said, look at the lilies of the field and the birds of the air. They need to toil no wheat, but you take care of them. So all we need to do is operate in faith. So help us to operate in faith in those areas, Lord, where we're weak, Lord, where we feel like we're trying to do things in our own strength. Let us cast those cares upon you, as you said, because you care for us, Lord. I ask that you be with the marriages today, Father God. You said three-course strand is not easily broken. Lord, we, we ask that you be in the center. Lord, we accept your help in the center of our, of our marriages, Father God. Lord, I ask that you be with the male and the female, Father God. Work with them individually so that collectively, Lord, they can uh, be about your mission, which is shining the light, Lord, because uh, shining the light of love in the communities, Father God, because this world lacks love, Father God. It lacks the image of love. It has a skewed view of love. So I ask, Lord, that you will manifest that in our marriages, Lord. I ask that you be with those that are um, single, Father God. It is a, there's a scripture that says, the Lord, thy God is thy husband, Father God. Our first marriage, first ultimate connection is with you. If we can find that place, if we can go to that place and get that deep with you, Father God, then, Lord, when you send out that one that you're preparing for us, Father God, we'll be ready. So I ask, Lord, that you be with those that are waiting, Father God. Let them let them dig into uh, and experience the love that only you can give, Lord, that agape love, that pure love, Father God, that true love, so that when they are, are given love, 
they can not only uh, give get it, but they also be able to, as a given love, they'll also be able to receive it. Lord, I ask that you continue to be with our children, Lord. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. We, Lord, please be in our schools right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. I'm asking that the, the, the Christians that are among, that are within the, the schoolhouses, Father God, that they will begin to step up. Let us step up, Father God. Let us show your light, shine your light, Father God, in that dark in that dark place, Father God. Be with the children as they go to and fro, as they uh, rise up and as they lay down, Father God. As the, the, the parents um, begin to teach our children the ways of the Lord, Lord. And so when they go into the world, they will not be deceived by the, the vices of the enemy, Lord. I ask that you continue to cover them, Lord, as they as they go to and fro, Lord Jesus. Be with those that we work with, Father God. Let us be that beacon of light, Lord, um, through our conversation, through our actions, um, through our uh, um, just even through just being present, Father God. Let them know there's something different about us, Lord. Let us stand out, Lord, so that they can come to us and ask us what must they do to be saved i ask father god that you continue to just be with our neighborhoods lord help us to get out there lord and begin to tell people of your goodness and of your love and that you are soon to come lord and lord i ask that you be with our churches lord we have failed in so many ways in our churches father god I thank you that you are in the restoration business, Lord, and that you're beginning to restore. Even now, you're beginning to restore, Lord, by giving us a correct correct view of who you are. And, Lord, as you're beginning to restore and rebuild that wall, Father God, I'm asking that it will leave not just be in the church, Lord, and and, and also continue to uh, be with our pastors, continue to bless them and strengthen them, but let it begin to just go throughout the streets within the neighborhoods, Father God. Let us get out there and begin to tell people, show people who you are, because we represent you. You say we are the ambassadors, Lord. We are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood, Lord. We need to walk and act like we are children of the king. So help us to do that when we get into our, in our communities, Lord, in our churches, Lord. As we put a special blessing over um, just the leadership, Lord, the, you know, the pastors, the elders, the deacons of the churches, Father God, and, and so many other um, areas, Lord. There are so many areas in the church that um, get highlighted, but then there's a, there's a dim light in other areas, Lord, that need... Every part of the church should be functioning as a body, Lord. So I'm asking that the church begin to see, each church begins to see their need and begin to seek you out, Father God, to, so you can show them what is lacking in the church, what is lacking uh, amongst the people, so that they can begin to minister and we can minister as a, effectively as a as a, a body that is healthy and well. Um so, Lord, I just want to just thank you and just praise you, Lord, for this opportunity to praise your holy name, Lord. I thank you for the message of grace, Lord. Help us, Lord, to um, realize that we're not operating on our own. I mean, we could, but it's like uh, it's just like continually walking into a door. We're, we're, we're blocked. We can't do anymore, Father God. Eventually, we will fall out. Eventually, we will um, um, succumb to defeat. 
But I ask, Father God, that you help us, Lord, to realize that you're here to help us, Lord. You give us the vision not for us to do it ourselves, but just to let us know, Father God, um, that even though we'll someday get there, you are going to help us to get there, little by little, moment by moment, minute by minute. So, people of God, I just ask that you take your phone off mute and let us praise and worship God as he needs to be worshipped and pray for his goodness, for his mercy, for his long-suffering. Oh, God, we just want to thank you and just praise you, Lord, for loving on us, Lord. Father God, we fail to love ourselves. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for loving us. Sometimes we can yes, be so thank you for being the way, strength Father behind God. us, thank Father God. Thank you for God. changing us, Lord. Thank you for being Lord. the courage Lord. behind us, Father God. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you thank for being the protection behind us, Father God. Thank you for being the desire to relate to you, Father God. Thank you for being the mind behind us, Lord. Thank you, Father God. 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 Thank 
you are right there. I bless you now. I thank you for the blessings. I thank you for the So, Father, um, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just want to thank you and just lift you up, Lord, because you are so good to us, Father God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy and your compassion, Father. And tell us not, Lord, that's renewed every morning, Lord. 
thank you for your faithfulness, Father God. Let us be as faithful to you as you are to us. We thank you in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, our friend and our companion. Yes, Lord. Our very present help in time of trouble. Our Jehovah Jireh and Jehovah Rapha. Our Jehovah Shalom. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. As I pass the call. Amen. Praise God. Thank God for wonderful prayer. Oh, glory to God. Good morning again. This is Angela, and this is Love, Life, and Victory. I want to um, go ahead and open up the lines. Um, if anyone would like to um, chime in on anything, or if anyone actually has and um, would like to share an example or a testimony of a time that they were doing something in their own strength. And um, they had to rely on God's grace. And when his grace came in, it made things much more easier. Hey, the sis. lines are open. Hello. Juliet. Oh, wow. You just... Ah, sister Juliet. You was on my street. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I remember a time. Oh, my goodness. Um... You know, I was doing a lot of stuff like, you know, at, at church, I was in the choir, I was in a group, I was, you know, um, um, like opening the church, I was doing a lot of stuff. Oh. And um, one day I was sitting down, uh, I think I was, it was some service that was going on, and um, the Lord said to me, I, I miss my time with you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what you mean you miss your time with me? I'm with you every day. I, I start going on was list about I do this, I do this, I do that, and he was like, "That's not time. you're not spending no time with me. That's what you're doing. You you know you you're doing wow. things for me, but that's not time with me." And I was like, um, "So I kind of like you know had that Sarah moment. Like I kind of when he was talking, I kind of got tickled. <laughs> I was like, he was like, don't you know? Because at that time I was like in two different groups, and uh, he said, don't you know that that voice I gave you, I could take it." You know, my, you know, if I wanted wow. to, I kind of was like, yeah, right. You know, I said wow. it, but getting that God sees you, right? He sees everything. I mean, even when I didn't say, I didn't like say it to his face, but, you know, I thought it and I kind of chuckled on the inside. Yeah, and yeah. next thing I know, Angela, I, two weeks later, I lost my voice. Wow. I I went to the doctor. Uh-oh. He's like, you got to sit. You got to you got to sit down for at least a month, at least a month or two. <laughs> I came for about a month or two. But not only that, when my voice did finally come back, it took almost a year, maybe about a year, maybe a year and a half for it to really come back. You know, come back with strength because it would cut mm-hmm. off and it felt weak. But it took about a year and a half. And but mm-hmm. you know what? That's when my journey started with God to like really. I remember asking that question. I really want to get to know you. I really want to get into a, a you know, I want to know. I don't want, if you got to scratch everything, uh, you know, that I learned previous. If I got to start from beginning with you, that's what I want to do. Because I realized at that point that, you know, I, I was thinking all the doing was spending time with God. And he would let me know. That's not it. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely, that, like I said, you right down my street. 
right down your street, pass by your door. <laughs> Experience that again. Uh-uh. Wow. That's good. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Wow. That right there, that's powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I was yeah, I was I was doing a lot. And it was, you know, and, and then, you know, like I had said before in the declaration, um I was like, I don't I don't I don't wanna do all that, spend all my time doing that. That's not that's not um every day being a Friday for me. You know? And and we can live a good, peaceful happy life you know and that was just not a place that I wanted to to do that was not happy to me that's not happy healthy rich you know constantly grinding and doing this and it just was not you know it just wasn't it wasn't working I was tired I was getting sick I was going to the doctor and they was like oh everything good I was like no something wrong I'm tired I got headaches and blah 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 and it's like you're stressing yourself out like you know I'm tripping, girl. Okay, anyone else? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Oh my God, sister. Ooh, Lord Jesus, I almost woke Kendall up. Lord knows a two-year-old needs all of her little rest. Um, oh, all of it. All of it, because she's been on one since a little party on Sunday. But <laughs> you said so much this morning. I was like, oh, Lord, I thank you for just who you are. When you said operating in your own efforts, so much came back to me, and I, I just want to think about our sister Pamela Carter, who we lost a while ago. Um, Pam, she pulled my coat so hard one day because I, too, I was taking on assignments that were not mine. I was trying to be superwoman and, you know, um, just take on everybody's stuff, like take and bear each other's burdens to heart and not even realizing that I could not save people from themselves. So, you know. It took my son to tell me, Mama, you cannot be everything. I, I mean, at everybody's everything. I was at every funeral, every wedding, every just doing, oh, yeah. commuting from from Richmond to San Ramon, and just just back and forth, yeah. just being everywhere. Even Diane, Sister Diane, was like, "Didi, slow down." Um, suffering, like you just said, ocular migraines. I said, "What the heck is going on?" I almost had me a Pastor Van Hook moment just now, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I would average like four major ocular migraines a year, and that's a lot because they're they're debilitating. Like it takes three days to even get back to functioning. Going into the hospital, oh, getting God. shots. You whoever suffered or suffered from them knows how it is. You lose your vision and just super irritated. I mean, I would be pissed off at everything, wow. but I'm still going. You know what I mean? So I'm operating yeah, yeah. at a at a burnt out place, right? And then. When when um, Pam told me, she said, Dee, listen, you might want to slow down before God slows you down because you're doing too much. But I felt like I had to. And then I learned a, a, a very um, important lesson that if I don't show up, it's going to get it's going to happen anyway. You know, what I mean, I couldn't just be everywhere with my three kids and trying to just. So I'm so grateful that in this this season that I've learned to totally rest in him and understand that when when it's not for me, like you, you. You hear people say, oh, you missed whatever it is, whatever conference, whatever. No, I didn't. And if you, you mm-hmm. were there and if you're at everything, that's what you're supposed to be. But I'm learning to really rest and just don't take on everything so that I'm not burnt out and witnessing the people jacked up, you know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just good to mm-hmm. learn that. So I appreciate you, sis. And I just love how you, you like you said, listen, Linda. 
<laughs> that ain't for you. <laughs> Go sit <Right>. down. <laughs> Amazing chair this morning. I love you and thank oh, you. God. Love you. And and another thing, like you said, and I'm I, I've learned that working out, working out, getting all the workout in. But then, like you said, if you're fast on that twelve piece gas station chicken, what's what's it for? <laughs> sit down. Right. Put on mute. <laughs> Oh, love you. Love you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Um, that just reminds me of something, I, even with me, of constantly doing stuff. You know, people are used to you being there, used to you being a part of. And there was um, a part in our ministry that was um, redesigned. And they were like, okay, so are you, you know, it's been redesigned, you know, are you still going to lead it? And when I got the text, I was like, uh, I'll get back to you tomorrow. I was like, give me 24 hours. Let me pray. So I prayed, and I didn't, I didn't hear nothing. And, then, you know, and I, you know how you can go to God with the, you know you don't want to. You're going to pray anyway. It wasn't nothing. I prayed blankly. I was like, Lord, I'm coming with no judgment. I'm not coming with a, a prayer of either way. If you want me to still lead in this area, I need to hear from you because you said something, Sister Didi, real quick. You said in this season of my life, and I said, God, I, I need to, I need to hear something. I need to hear from you, and I didn't hear anything. So I got back to the person. I was like, Nah, I won't be be doing that. You know, I didn't go into detail, but I was just like, No. And then someone pulled me to side on Sunday and was like, Oh, yeah, I heard that you weren't going to do such and such, and I was like. No, I didn't. I didn't hear from you know. And they were the leader over the leader, and I was like, I didn't hear from God. I didn't. I didn't hear. I didn't hear or feel a yes or nothing. And in this season of my life, in this season of my life, it's got to be accurate. It's got to be on purpose. It's got to be all God, because I can't. I can't get worn out like that no more. Thank you. You know, and I'm going to say this real quick, too. My, one of my good sisters at my beautiful church that I love because we're so all imperfect and crazy that we show up. <laughs> but um, what she told me, she said, what happens is you just mentioned it. They'll expect you because you're at everything and you're used to, you know, when you're one of those people who get things done and you're, you know, they want yeah. you at everything. So you're effective, but then when you don't show up. And or when you have a burnout, and then they want to know, well, what happened to Sister Angela? You happened to her because you burned, <laughs> you burned her out. <laughs> like we don't, we don't hardly see you. Yeah, no, I ain't there when the doors open, doors close. Well, no, no, yeah, seriously, that you're absolutely right. Or you get a text, you all right? <laughs> I'm fine. Oh. I didn't see you at yeah, you're used to seeing me, my kids, my dog, everybody. No, no, the girl, the girl, the girl didn't hurt from the Lord. Look, stop. Sit down before you fall down. Is there anyone else? Yes. Good morning. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. You wanna go ahead? <laughs> Hi, this is Sister Tracy. Good morning. Hi, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much um, for your share. Um, I listened to the majority of the calls driving into work this morning, um, even though I'm only eight minutes away now. Thank God for that. And God had to get my attention. 
he had to stop me in my tracks. I had, you know, been going, had been through a major divorce, and my way of dealing with the pain was to stay busy, to Mm -hmm. keep moving, to be involved in everything, and to show up, as Mm -hmm. you said, to everything. In January of this year, um, I wound up going into the hospital, and I had been walking around for three months um, not knowing that I had fluid on my lungs. I was exercising. I was doing full-blown workouts. I was coming to work. I was doing everything, going to church, getting active, doing this community service, going over here, getting a phone call, going over there, just going, going. And one morning I woke up and I said, I can't do this. Something's wrong. And I wound up going into the hospital, and they found out that I had fluid on my lungs. Not only did I have fluid on my lungs, they tried to diagnose me with congestive heart failure, and I said, I don't receive that. But God, wow. God knew what he was doing because he had stopped me, literally stopped me. And I, they admitted me into the hospital, and for three days I had to sit there, and I had to think. I had so much time to process so much stuff. Like, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Like, how do you want me to do it? It's your will and not my will. And I was scared, not scared, Mm -hmm. scared because I hadn't been in a hospital in over like maybe 30 years since I was like 20 years old. And so I thank God because sometimes, like you said, God has a way of getting your attention when you need to, when he wants to spend time with you, when he needs you to be more in his presence. And that's yeah. what he did for me. And from the time, from January up until now, I'm like that. No, I, I'm sorry. If it's not, if God's going to tell me this is what he wants me to do, I'm not doing it. And it, and yeah. it slowed me down. And it, and it allowed me to spend more quality time with him, to get more into his presence, to a place, to a point now where I'm at a place of peace. I have not yeah. experienced this place. And many, many, many years of just being still, knowing that God's got my back, that no matter what it is, no matter what the situation is, he said, I've always carried you. You can't just go rogue on me and do what you want to do because I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. So I just wanted to say thank you this morning, and I just wanted to share this to say that God is a miracle worker and a promise keeper. And if he tells yeah. you he's going to do something, he's definitely going to do it. It's just we have to take the time. I have taken the time to get more into him. And because of it, I'm at a perfect place of peace. And I'm not saying everything is a bed of roses, but it is what it is. It's okay because I know he's got me. So thank you for your share. Oh, praise God. Thank you for sharing. Yes, absolutely. Praise God. Thank you. Hello. Morning. Oh, yes. Hi. Good morning. Hey, this is Ravonda. How are you, sis? Hi. I'm good. Ravonda. Good. Enjoyed your share this morning. Um, I I learned my lesson um, when I was raising my older kids, um, and I was able to, to be better. Uh, a better mom to Hadassah uh, when it came down to managing my time. And managing my time was definitely finding the balance. 
and not just for everybody else, but definitely for me. So I could take better care of myself. And it took some time. That's something that you learn to, I don't think that we ever master it, but I do feel that we do find the balance. And mm -hmm. I real when I realized that I couldn't take care of my family if I couldn't, if I didn't take care of myself. And normally when we don't take care of ourselves, our environment, and I talk a lot about that, our environment will speak to us and let us know. And sometimes we'll ignore it, you know, like we do the engine lights sometimes or <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. on the dashboard. Wear a piece of tape. Give me a piece of black tape so I ain't got to look at that. Uh -huh. We ride around with the black tape on the light, the engine light. Um, yeah. While, while while the hood is smoking, you know, we're smelling gasoline. <laughs> right. But right. Um, I remember my, um, you, you know, and, and unfortunately, we don't hear enough of um, this in our churches uh, where, you know, you have to take care of yourself, you know, yeah. so um, because you won't be able to do anything else for anyone else. And I just believe as a mom, I was a conduit of an example of what healing looks like even when it comes down to managing our time because I believe we have to do that and we yeah. do that by changing our mindset I remember my pastor ministering a message about um, people uh, multitasking it wasn't so specifically on that but he talked about a day we we all should have a day when we do absolutely nothing yeah. And um, that's very difficult for some people and for some people who are very, um, very, um, how can I say, who, who are very structured. It's, it's, it can be difficult, especially when they go off balance, because they're so used to being task oriented and making sure every T is crossed and every I is dotted, that they're doing mm -hmm. things all the time. And if they're not doing anything, they're wasting time. Yeah. And um, and you can readily identify them, especially once you've learned how valuable it is to stop. And so he ministered about multitasking, and he asked the congregation, how did everyone feel about it? You know, and a lot of people pride themselves in multitasking, but we weren't designed to do that. You know, we were, we're not mm -hmm. really made up to do multitasking because when you do that, someplace is going to go lacking. And mm -hmm. uh, by the end of his sermon, we, we began to repent. We had to ask God to forgive us because we felt like we didn't have enough, uh, enough hours in the day to finish mm -hmm. what we were doing. And we, ooh, if I only had, you know, more time. And that just kind of spoke to, to the sin factor. Because suddenly uh, we begin to put, you know, this thing called time on the throne um, that we've that we've mismanaged anyway, and so we wake up in the morning already thinking about, you know, everything that we've got to do during the day, and when it is time to sit down and to sit still with our thoughts and to mm -hmm. hear from God, you know, suddenly we got to go on this fast because we've been so busy beating our faces mm -hmm. real quick, you know, not sitting down, you know, always turning on the TV, always, you know, the busy where we just don't sit in our thoughts, you know, mm -hmm. and we have, and I make it a point now, you know, to mm -hmm. take, you know, sometimes I'll take two days, you know, mm -hmm. not to necessarily fill my day up with, you know, uh, doing something for someone else all the time. And, and this last point, 
if I have made a point, and it's this, yeah. that, um, and I, <laughs> I don't want to blame the church because we do that a lot. You know, uh, we do it a lot where um, we, you know, we, we say that a lot of these behaviors we've learned at the church, but what it is, we bought who we are to the church and we put it all together and we throw it up in the air and we think that everything, you know, that's the place that where everything is perfected when it's not. And, um, but we think that doing the work of the church is the thing that has to fulfill us. Mm-hmm. And more than likely it doesn't. You know, mm-hmm. it it doesn't, and but it's the place where we go, and you know, we that's our fill up place. You know, I can't go to church and expect my problems to be solved there. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's our life of worship, and um, when you were ministering about um, um, the Proverbs woman and who she is, she she managed her time well, and mm-hmm. she she sought help where she needed it. You know, mm-hmm. and when when the mother talked about who this woman is for her son, she basically, I believe she learned from her mistakes and she mm-hmm. knew her son and she knew exactly what she he needed, you know, um, by looking at the places where she was weak and her, maybe what she had failed at. And then when she, what she got wisdom in, that's what she taught. So when we hear those words and everything that this woman was, um, you know, we we see we see wisdom, we see instruction, uh, we see instructions in righteousness. You know, so I just want to say that I I enjoyed your share this morning. Thank you so so very much. Yeah, no, you were making very you made plenty, lots of points. You were making a point. You were like, if I made a point, no, absolutely, you're absolutely right, absolutely. Um, and we're, you're right. You know, we, we bring all this and we figure, you know, hey, we're going to become something. We're going to be somebody in the church. And we're going to work and we're going to work and we're going to be over here. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And you can, you know, forget about yourself, your family, your kids. I remember even myself, you know, um, being at church late or just being out, being someplace, doing something late and having the kids with me and feeling like, you know, I'm fulfilling something with somebody mm-hmm. and the kids are tired the next morning and mm-hmm. um, mommy having coffee, y'all want some coffee, you know, and it's, it was just, it's just too much, you know, and you, you, and I had to take a, a stand back. I had to look and it's just a part for me. And I can only mm-hmm. speak for myself. It's a part of my purification. It was Girl, a part my of table. my purification. My my dining room table would begin to be the place where we collected mail. We hadn't eaten, you know, I'm, this is with my older kids. We hadn't eaten at the table in I don't know how long. Every time we got out of church, it was later and later. We stopped at the Chinese, our favorite Chinese restaurant, get some takeout, you know, and everybody would go to their rooms, you know, right quick, you know. And my mm-hmm. I had, it was mail and dust, honey. We didn't even eat at that table. You know, uh, I had gotten so busy where, you know, I didn't cook or, you know, even if I did, it was so little time between services. We couldn't come home and sit down and eat, you know, um, like a family Mm -hmm. and sit at the table. It was always on the go, on the go, you know, all the time, you know. So uh, I learned some valuable lessons, you know, valuable, you know, some wisdom. And um, today, you know, they still have them crazy habits. (laughs) 
<laughs> I had to remember the Lord forgave me of all that stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. You are so right. Absolutely. Um, Angela and Ravonda. Mm-hmm. I know other people, but that that's a lot of reasons why some children, not all, but some of the kids who were drugged around and tapped yeah, through all that drugs. stuff. I, I, I hosted a little Friday Night Live for teens when I was, you know, the mama doing everything. And my kids was like, we don't even want to go to that. So I think when we see children now and they are fighting against going, it's because they had, they watched us do stuff, you know, like Ravonda was saying, rushing here, rushing there, get out of church late, you know, tired. And then that made them irritable going to school because they didn't been at church uh, 27 hours. <laughs> they <were> tired. <laughs> right. Tired, and then you tired, and right. How what type? How how can you parent, especially if you are a single parent and tired? Good God Almighty, good God, only by the grace of God. Being a single parent and tired. I mean, I get it. Even in a two parent household, you can still be tired, but it's a whole whole nother pie when you are a single parent and tired and, and, and you're tired and you're worn and you're overworked and you are multitasking. I promise you, Rhonda, me and this multitasking, the Lord has to cut it. Do you know, I would be at the point of multitasking because in my mind, now in my mind, taking on scripture in the wrong way and just from culture, mm-hmm. um, don't, don't you have no idle time? That's, you know, you could be doing something. I'm cooking and got a book open, reading. <laughs> Promise you. Or I got an audio book going, you know. And over here, I got a notepad on the other counter because if I have a thought, I want to go write it down. I promise you. It's part of my purification. The Lord was like, that's enough. Look, you're going to stop it. In this season, it's going to stop. It's too much. Too much. Too much. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Good morning. This is Pretty Patrice. I just want to thank you for your declaration. Good morning. This morning. Thank you guys for the conversation. Uh, I just got a lot out of everything that I've heard. And it's. Um, I was all, already mindful of my time, but it was good to hear different perspectives on listening to your spirit and listening to that voice that tells you to be still and know that that is God. Amen. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, you're absolutely right. Listening to that voice that tells you to, to be still. You still can be productive. And you'll have more um, more clarity in what you're doing and how you're doing it. And it's not that God was telling me, you know, just drop everything. But it was it was um, it was how I was going about it. You know, do I still use social media? I do. You know, drip drops, putting stuff on autom and automation because before a social media, um, God, he did just fine <laughs> without. Social media, he did just fine um, in this in in people's businesses as far as marketing and 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 all of that. He did just perfectly fine. So um, 
I just wanted to share on today what was on my heart and where in the direction the Lord was taking me because I just knew for sure um, there's nothing new under the sun. I wasn't the only one having to make these uh, changes, these really, really good changes uh, in life. And I am um, still on my seek with the Lord, this intense seek to just get things lined up for this season of my life and the next season that I am going into, things have to be um, be same, new spot for me. So is there anyone else? If not, we will close it out. Yeah, I want to say something. Hey, um, Sister Angela, this is Sister Carolyn. Uh, thank you so Hi. much for your share today. I haven't heard you, and I'm like, wait, i got to hear something, and then I hear your voice. Thank you for that word and oh message. God. I was writing. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> At some point I fell asleep, but that was later when it was first time. Anyway, I woke back up. But thank <laughs> okay. you so much. <laughs> Just, ooh, now it's doing good. I've been doing so, so much. That multitasking where I ain't getting nothing done. I'm going to do it all. Between school, oh, work, wow. or anyway, and getting nothing yes. done because it's just way too much. And I've been off work for a while because of work restrictions or whatever. And for the first time, I, yesterday, my mom, I say, I'm home all day. I'm doing nothing but a couple things. And then by midday, she's like, well, can you come out here to Richmond and take me to put on? I'm like, Mom, <laughs> not today. <laughs> I got to take care of me today. And she was like, oh. <laughs> and I'm all the way out there today, but not yesterday. And I, I had some life in setting that limit, setting that boundary. And all this time I didn't have off, and I'm like, okay, now it's time for me to do what or take care of me. <laughs> anyway, yes. wow. Thank you for that work today. Thank you for that. Oh, what a blessing. Thank you. So good oh, to hear you. Oh, my pleasure. Well, thank, thank you. you. Glad to be uh, such a privilege. It's an honor anytime you come before. Oh, mm. God, beautiful, beautiful people. Yeah, yeah. He's getting us all lined up. He's getting us yeah. in order so we can live yeah, a good you. life. And it's so much peace. Yeah. I'm like, man, yeah. this is so good, so smooth, so smooth. Yeah. But I hear that in your spirit yeah. on today. God bless you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. God bless you. Well, okay, wonderful, beautiful people. Um, God bless you all. And just know that we are victorious. We are victors. Go out and bless someone today. Send somebody a text. Tell them that you love them. Bless their day. Tell them you're thinking about them. Send somebody some hearts. Love you all. Until tomorrow, 6 a.m., same number, same time, same place. You all have a wonderful, wonderful day. God bless you all. See you on the call tomorrow morning. Thank you, sis. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, you guys. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Have a great day.